What's up, everyone? This is another episode of the Triple Option Report Podcast. Hey. And today, I have my brother Joe with me. What's up, everybody? From? Uh, oh, uh, the first and 15th podcast. Uh, yeah, first and 15th. Yep, and, and we know how we do here. We talk about uh, sports, comic books, pop culture. And today, me and my brother want to talk about the, mu- the music industry. Yeah, um... I was talking to Blake earlier. I saw this article, uh, I think it was Billboard magazine. They were talking about how Zex, they're freaking out because they're not building new stars anymore. And I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, so we wanted to come on here and discuss, you know, what what's wrong with the, the, the music industry and uh, why aren't we making those new music stars? And uh, like, you even look at the past decade, the 2010s had a lot of big stars and a lot of great music. And past five years, eh. you even, what's your theory of, uh, you always talk about the sound of a decade, right? Yeah. You know, tell me your theory on that. I have no idea what that sound is. Like, like usually, like, and, at this, and that's kind of scary at this point, because usually, like, my theory is that the sound of a decade, like, the first two years is because it's, like, a transitional yeah. phase, like, it is not going to be good, and it's going to be kind of awkward. But by about the third year, like 1982 or 1991 or 92 or, or 2012, yeah. you find that sound, and, and it turns around. Like, it, there's, the quality just ex- explodes in a good way. Like, yeah. that hasn't happened yet. It, we're halfway through 2023, and it still hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I, I think um, I think that... That is alarming, you know, and I've, I'm not trying to be mean, but I think in the modern rock era, which is like the mid-50s till now, I think this might be the worst year of music. If that's saying something, but some people might say the late 70s, early 80s, but to me, or still got the class. I'd say the late 50s, early 60s. Okay, well, how about this? Since the Beatles came, so let, let's say that's modern. Okay, yeah. People were on. This has to be the worst year. It's, yeah, it's up there. Mike, like again, the late seventies, early eighties, you got the times, you got the police, you have Blondie, you have Bob Marley, you know the rise of hip hop, like all this. That today we're just lacking all of that. Uh, I think a part of it comes from the foundation. You know, if you if you ever hear like people say like we we don't have the same recipes, like on let's say Twitter or something. One one of the things is that was singing. We don't have the same recipes. Right. That that used to be a foundation is that every especially when we talk about R and B singers, they sang in church. Yeah. They sang in and and that that that's missing. We don't have those foundational things. Uh just how you work a crowd, the call and response, mm-hmm. call um and the response. inflections uh when you sing. Yeah, we, we don't have like it's it's hard to sing gospel songs. It's yeah, it's not easy to do that. So if 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 you can do that, pop songs are kind of a, kind of easy. Yeah, that's not to not pop music. I like pop music, but like even the Garage Band, right? You know, um, uh, Hall and Oates, right? Uh, John Oates said that you know when they saw the Beatles and Ed Sullivan, everybody wanted to have their own band from that day forward. Like everybody, the 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 ad, the the the. The start of the garage band, the start of like, hey, I don't know how to play the drums or the guitar, but let's get together and learn how to play together. The DIY type of thing, right? Yeah, we don't we don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think like we 
our pastor's kids. And so growing up, my dad made me play drums. I was like 11 or 12. We didn't have a drummer that weekend. He said, all right, go up there and play drums. And oh, I played it off beat. But I got better just because of the trial and error. And then he made me do it with a the guitar. They needed a guitar player. So I had to learn how to play guitar in a few weeks. <laughs> like my sister had to sing on the praise team. And then I had to sing in the praise. Like it was just a lot of stuff. But it set a foundation. That trial and error and some of those awkward phases and just like, ah, oh, I had to perform in front of these people. Man, that helps build you as a musician, as a singer, all these things. So I think that's missing. Yeah, like it's just the talent. The vocal, like, the the ability to sing a certain way, right? Like, just vocal talent. You don't really, how do I say, like, how churches, like, especially the black church, how uh, uh, choirs and, like, how they made singers sing, it it really opened up the potential, right? Well, singing, like, the vocal potential. The inflections, like, the how to do bronze and all these things that you really only learn there. Yeah. And obviously, yeah, apps is not that no, yeah. spiritual side, not. But I said, like, there's a good chunk of, of like, it used to be a whole bunch of R and B artists at least came from the church. I mean, and, and the few that we still have today, like Jasmine Sullivan, you can tell because it's like, ooh, did she come from the church? I think so. Yeah. Well, she can. If she sings like she does, she does. I'm yeah. pretty sure she. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. She did. Yeah, some guys like Anderson Pack, if I'm correct. I, 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 I believe he's sing. Yeah, but he's a great artist. So yeah, but I'm talking about singers. True. In this case, I'm talking about artists. But you know, artists. But when it came to artists, he's been playing for how long? Yeah. So like, I can't. That's another thing. You can't be a like. You can't be a producer. Let's say you make beats and you just started making beats at twenty seven. No. Nah. Like you I mean, it, rapper, maybe you started rapping at twenty. Maybe you could. It, it, wait, what do you mean? Like start rapping? Like, no, I'm not saying that you became famous. I'm saying you actually just started to pick up a pen and write rhymes. Oh, oh, I, I, oh no, oh. no, and become a great rapper? No, you. I'm not saying you have to be famous when but you were when you were young. Get You have to have some knowledge what you're doing. You were at a young that age, foundation, right? yeah, man. Yeah, if you don't actually fully get invested into it until your late twenties, you at least used to be able to do it to a, a good degree. Like a young that kid, right? Suitable experience in it, like like take Bill Weathers doesn't really become famous till his thirties, but he had been playing music and stuff. He had to go work at other places to make money, but he knew how to sing and play music yep. for a long time before he ever became famous. You can't skirt around. That's another thing, people in this day and age, because it's so easy made. There's certain things you got, dude. You like the producers you talking about, like oh Metro Boomin. He's been doing this for years since he was younger, yeah. like high school. His mom, I think he told his mom he's taking places and getting him equipment and all. Like, you know that that's how he's so good now. Mm-hmm. Like that that you can't just start. I think a lot of people just want to be famous. You better love the art, or it's gonna show. Yeah, that part. Yeah, definitely. If you don't have a passion for what you're doing, then it's going to show. Yeah. It, it will expose you. It will. You'll run out. Mm-hmm. And you have to make stuff by yourself, right? You can just rely on other other, other acts. What can you make that's original? That. And, and and the originality is something I want to. What ad-libs can you do in a way, right? Yeah, what are the distinct, you know, how Michael has the, you know, like... The, I don't even mean it's literal ad libs. I mean like also just like you know licks like guitar licks and stuff. like like or just stuff that you can pull off off the fly or I mean yeah like yeah. guitar licks so it runs yeah 
Uh, th- th- to Blake's point, it really only comes from experience. Then you'll be able, no one like, just truly makes it out of nowhere. Like they probably practice it and like, it came out. Yeah. It's like muscle memory. Yeah. Yeah. It's muscle memory. It's, it's no one's just like, heck, I'm just going to go with this role. I've never tried it in my life, this drum roll. No. No. That's not. Mm. Yeah. No, it's just, yeah. That's it, not how they don't, it don't work. He, he don't just out of nowhere, just like, all right, boom. And, 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 and you got like, no, no, it, it does not work like that. Contrary to popular belief, no, you you have to work on. You can't just get out of bed and just like out and can things right. be spontaneous, sure, but it's because you worked on it. No, yeah. Uh, so I think the originality, and I, that's really anything, really. Oh, that's it. That's a lie. I yeah. think I think with the originality, though, about what you were talking about being original, that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in this day and age, everybody is all stone. Oh, go ahead, Blake. Go ahead. Also. You don't want to shell up the pool in a way, right? You don't want to. You want to make it as big as possible. And what what I mean, like, is you want to go to churches or anywhere, we can find talent. You want to just hold yourself off to just certain things because it's part of the machine. Like, hey, TikTok's the only way, man. They're 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 singers. Yeah, I know who sing at a church, a local church, where you like, oh my gosh, people I've seen singing at weddings. I'm like, I don't have a record contract because mm-hmm. just no one. Some people. Like always, like connections or crap like that. And there are a lot of yeah. people who have talent, but they just don't have. Like Blake said, the connections they haven't been given the opportunity. Connections shouldn't matter. Yeah. You should be trying to go and look everywhere for talent. If you really care about what you what you about, find the best at anything. Look anywhere, not just some guy who's a close friend of yours and like say, "Hey, you know somebody?" No, nepotism ain't you work. Go easy. out of your way. Like, and that's not just for music, that's for anything that, and you know, back to the point about the, 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 the certain things you have to learn, you know, it could be Michael Jackson's the greatest entertainer who's ever lived. Mm-hmm. And he had to go sing maybe at places. Maybe she should not yeah. have been singing. Yeah. Five, she, she shouldn't. Psychologically. Yeah. So I'm not saying that, but like their experience, you have to go, I look at a Selena, you know, she used to go performing the Texas fairs and. Ken Sierras and I don't know, just five people, ten people. Eventually, she becomes, you know, legendary. You, you, you know, they, no one can bypass that. You know, you know, uh, 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 you have to have the years and experience. I don't care when you get them; you're gonna have to. There ain't no, there's no shortcutting it. You're gonna have to cut your chops, and that's the only way to get better. And you can't despise small beginnings. Nope. You can't despise, you know. That's where it all starts, right? You got to start somewhere. I mean, like, 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 podcasts. Eventually, before you know it, you got how many episodes do I have? 30. Yeah. So, so that, that's just, you know, and again, I'm not like some artist or anything. I would tell people when it comes to learning music, you have to cut your chop. Yeah. You have to get your feet wet. You have to go out there and just start making it early on. You think of anything ever, like, period, like, okay, the quickest, like, the, the, like okay, like in boxing, right? Lomachenko wore Clarissa Shields. They got became they came, uh, became world champions. What their twelfth fights or something like that? But they have how many amateur fights? Yeah, that a lot. You got to build your way up there. Clarissa Shields is a two-time Olympic gold medalist, so she's been doing this for a long time. So, so that's what you need. Yeah. And, and and back to originality, because I wanted to make this point is that in this day and age, nothing's really original. 
You have people who make remake movies yep. and they wonder why box office is still suffering, except for like Barbie and Oppenheimer is suffering because no one wants to see a franchise for the 10th time. No, no one wants to see a remake of a remake. You look at it in music, just everything, social media. The only way to become viral is to copy something. I, I want people to understand that. Like a lot of times, the only way you're viral is that you call on to a wave of somebody else. Original stuff really doesn't go viral a lot. No. And so when companies are looking for it, you better look for originality. Yeah, man. it's gradual. A lot of the stuff used to be that it starts out kind of low and just gradually gets up and rises up and rises up until it gets to, like, you know, number one or more. more. Yeah. Like, so, oh, go ahead. It is just automatically just, whoop, number one. That, uh, that's that not how it works like that. No, no it, <laughs> it does not work. I think, I think, I think, um, even when it comes to, to, to companies, and this is the role they play because they're the biggest villains is our companies, is that uh, you can't... Social media does not equate music sales. And I want people to understand that. Yeah. TikTok does not mean you're going to sell 20 albums. Just because there, it's not the parameter. You're not asking for someone... like. Someone playing something on TikTok, they're just trying to go viral themselves. That does not mean that they're actually listening to to your music. Uh, because a lot of times people follow people on social media. Why, Blake? Because how they look. Or they like them or they're nice. Now to they're nice. That does not, not mean they're going to buy. Not because it's actually good. Country music kind of shows us this. And now I'm not a fan of what the country music industry is now, especially Blake. Well, after 20 years. After 9-11, they... How they treated the chicks and just in general, the music, the quality is not what it was. It's turned to generic. Like there's still good ones, like Case. Stand Day. for the flag and, 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 and drink beer and, and love. Unlike Chris, Chris like Stapleton, that. you know. Like, so they're they're still really good country artists, but there's a lot of not so good country. Like even take in my point, like out. Let's take uh uh now Jason Aldean. Mm-hmm. Let's take Morgan Wallen. He's not that good either. No. Uh his stuff there's no Morgan Wallen stands out there I, I don't see him like this army like a, like he's had 15 weeks but this guy's and I'm not here to say that that it made numbers I'm not saying he his music nor him as a person no is, is you know worthy no. of selling all that I'm not saying that no. at all all I'm saying is that social media would not let you think that they've sold them yeah but they have and so social media is not a gauge of how popular someone is or how many albums they'll sell the music still has to be good and 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 blake you made the point about the algorithm about you know go ahead and make your point about the algorithm oh uh, about like how how we measure it's kind of broken now because of of, of tiktok and, and and uh how they now put all songs on the album to into the billboard 100 it's kind of broken the billboard 100 oh it used to be like like uh so like it would just be a song that organically got over, right? Yeah. Now, they, and it's always been like stuff of payola and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not saying it's, yeah, but like, like it's now into overdrive. Like, are you telling me that nineteen like, seconds? Now you see that like, oh, ten from ten songs or nine songs from one album is in the top ten. Yeah, it's truly the ten most popular no, song. No, absolutely not. No, that's like saying some random two minute prelude is 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 a top fifty <laughs> song. What are you doing here? Like Thriller. Like, Thriller sold 70 million albums. Like, no one's come close. If we had used the same rules we have now, you're telling me that all nine tracks have been the nine biggest songs in America. I love Baby Mine. 
Underrated yeah. Michael sauce. My favorite one from the album. But Blake's favorite one from that from Thriller, but it's not. Are are you telling me that it was one of the nine biggest songs in nineteen eighty three? Not even a single. I like, like, come on, man. I I, I just think that's a it's terrible. A terrible yeah, for, for a reason, guys. The, it, it, hence the term hidden. I'm gonna tell you the the flaw in the logic, right? Let's say song A is on an album and it's a one hit wonder, but it's not on a big album. Yeah. But let's say song B and whatever is on another album, yeah. but it has a whole bunch of tracks and it's from a bigger artist. They're going to listen to song B more just because you're going through the album. Because you listen to the album. It's naturally because you listen to the album more. Are you? But but does that mean all the tracks on that album no, are thinking of the song A? That's crazy. No. It's just, a, it's all we got to play through them all. Song A most likely is arguably bigger than any song of uh, the songs in the other album. That. Because the album is at It's like the total sum of his parts <laughs> instead of like that one song. And so it's a terrible gauge of what is the what are the biggest songs exactly. in America. And people have to remember this. Charts were originally made for record companies. They're not for the public. They were to show back in the fifties what were the biggest fads, who were the biggest artists. So you know, after that accordingly, you know, record companies can make decisions. Yeah. Uh and so I feel like they're fooling themselves. It's almost like a scouting thing in a yeah. way. Yeah. That's what always back and like yeah, like like Shoei Itani, going back to the, the album, you know, the song, the album, right? Shoei Itani is the best player in baseball. True, quite clearly. My very well on his way to having the greatest year single season in, in baseball history, right? The Angels, though, as a team, are not making the playoffs this year. But so, like the Braves had the best record. So does that mean that like anyone from the Braves is better than Shoei Itani? No, that's insane if you think that. You know, so it's like, that's unfair to weigh it like that. Yeah, it's broken. And so now you have tracks at number one, and then they drop down 30 places. Well, they're off the list altogether. Or they, yeah, they drop off the top Hot 100 all day. It's just very, the fluidity. It screws up the fluidity, like you said, of the entire thing. Songs staying on top for way longer than really what it should be. You have songs at number one sometimes that the general public has not heard that. Like, it when I was a kid, or even in 2010s, there was no number one song that at least fifty percent have of people had heard. Even cheerleader, and it's like songs like people knew like, those. Not no, I'm saying like even that song, people knew about it. Yeah, they knew the song. Like it's just all out of whack. I'm like, what the? I've never even heard, and I'm not old. I mean, so do people like what even is hot right now? As songs wise, like. <laughs> it's it's bad. Last thinking, last thinking, there was still a lot from the beginning to the end. Even the bad parts that there were still hit songs, like 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 Godier came out twenty eleven. Twenty eleven is not a good 20, year in music. Or twenty twelve. I think it was late twenty eleven. Yeah. I might be wrong, but if it was late twenty eleven, twenty eleven is not a good year in music. No, some nights by fun. Twenty eleven, I think, or twenty twelve. But like I'm a junior year in high school. Remember that? Oh, it's already showing your age. Or yeah. I'm just playing, man. I'm older than you, but I had 2012 to 2017 are the best years of the past decade of 2010s. Yeah. Like, all the biggest artists in the world now, they put out their best stuff in those six years. Yeah. All of them. And so, I think that, is, we're just missing that secret yeah. sauce. I feel like the heart of music isn't in it anymore. I always let you in on a secret, you know, my, it's not a secret, but my uh, godfather, Gary Crawford, God bless his soul, he's in heaven right now. But um, he used to write for, like, famous gospel artists. So, like, people like 
um, Fred Hammond, who's one of my favorite artists, period. He wrote for him, and he told me one day, he said, you know, Joel, you know, never forget that when you're, like, doing music or just anybody does music, we'll always write songs that are, uh, they bring you back to a place and time. And he's very right. Like, I think the best songs ever are the ones that take you back to, like, your first crush, you know what I'm saying? Like, the puppy dog love or, you know, maybe to the time you proposed to someone or, you know, maybe someone like a, a Simply Red with Holding Back the Years, one of my favorite songs. It's a nostalgic song. I was born, like, five, I think the song was made 86, 85, so I was born five, six years afterwards. And I still feel like it takes me back to my childhood when I wasn't even, like, alive when it was first made. That's great music. And I think we're missing that. Where's the the heartbreak, the ballads that take you back to, like, oh, I remember my first heartbreak that takes you back to, man, I remember that time we fell in love. Yeah, or nostalgic, or the club bangers that take you back to, man, you remember the days when we were wildin'? You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have that. Any, it's just, like, yeah. AI. Summer song. Crap. Oh, Blake. Blake's always talked about it. We don't have a summer song. Like, like what was it? The tropical aesthetic? Like, the sort of... Yeah, man. Like, the sunny... Like, like you can... Like, the color. You can see the color of it, right? It's like, it's like a, like a, a, a what, a light pastel type of, type of hue. Yeah. Something like that. Like, you don't have that, do you? No, you don't. It's just songs. That That's the thing. Like, we, we don't have the same... Oh, in it. Like, it just... I don't know. It, I'm with Blake. It... It don't paint a picture. Like, also, music, to me, paints, like, colors in your head. You can, it sounds weird, but, like, you can hear a purple. It sounds strange, but I'm just saying, like, so, I agree with Blake. We don't even have songs of the summer. It just feels like we've mailed it in as a society, just in general. The creativity is so gone. It's like, what happened to the creators, man? The people, the, 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 the Beatles, the Michaels, I mean, even... Now, you know, you look at a lemonade, you look at Pimp a Butterfly, even Mr. Morale, I thought was an underrated album. Yeah, yeah. Like people who think outside the box, where is that, man? I don't know. That's the part that kind of scares me of people who are pushing, you know, the the sounds. And like a lot of the big artists, you still have like Beyonce, you know, she's touring right now, Taylor Swift. Uh, but some other artists, I mean, Kendrick let out, he, what was the album last year? Yeah, Mr. Morale, yeah. The big steppers. But, like, when's the next one? I don't know. You got people like uh, 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 Bieber, Rihanna, uh, there are quite a few others who kind of, Ariana Grande, they're not making. Yeah, who's putting out an album, though? That That's kind of. Exactly. Like, even like a Travis Scott, you're like, oh, man, Travis Scott's helping out hip-hop. Travis Scott has been in the game for how long? More than a de- at, at least yeah. a decade at this point. Yeah. Like, like, are any new artists gonna put up? Two hundred plus K. Yeah. In I don't know. A week. That's kind of the what's the next generation gonna do? Um, at least two hundred plus K. I think also an underrated thing is just the album itself doesn't yeah. matter. Like, like in the era of streaming, we've come up with thirty track albums, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. What's it's in, not the white album. Yeah, you don't need twenty five tracks. 
there isn't any like a, a new subgenres out there. Any like what? Yeah, what, what's I feel up? Like that, that, that natural progression, of that that evolution of music is not there, and that's the scary part. We're not evolving, and we have been for the better part of sixty years mm-hmm. in music, but we aren't. Like even like uh, back to the. Uh, I wanted to say this point about albums, 30-track albums. It's ridiculous because it's not cohesive. It's and just, that's a, that's the point about albums. I was like... It's just random songs to put together. It is. And, like, and, and uh, like, I was watching a video the other day, and it was on Pet Sounds. And the guy was... And, okay, Pet Sounds, one of the great albums of all time by the Beach Boys. You have this, this kind of trilogy between them and the Beatles. Where first you have Rubber Soul by the Beatles, then Pet Sounds, and then Revolver, and they kind of all top each other. But I want to say this is that you know Pet Sounds is one of the great albums. But the guy was pointing out when you look at the liner notes, written, produced, everything written, produced by Brian Wilson. So that's why the Beach Boys have that cohesive California sound. What we have now is that we'll have people with ten producers, ten songwriters in the album, and then not cohesive. Nope. You look at Michael and Quincy. George Martin and the Beatles, with them, him as their producer. You look at, uh, obviously, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis with Janet, uh, Jelly Bean Benitez with uh, Madonna, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Narada, I think that was his name, with Whitney Houston. Um, Do you, it's like, you still got, like, there are still guys out there, like, I just talked about Travis Scott, like, tra- yeah. like they they have different sounds for each album, but it all sounds, you, it, yeah, it sounds like it's from it the sounds out there. Yeah, I mean Drake and it, there was that era that obvious heyday that that boy forty to where you knew that sound, like that's the part I feel like is missing in hip hop too. Hip hop is the main genre where the DJ and the rapper kind of they come together. Mm-hmm. We know by like Boogie Down Productions, Eric B and Rakim. You know Eric B wasn't just the producer; he was a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he's, he's the hustler for the fans. <laughs> You know, Grandmaster Flash, you know, and the Furious Five, you know, Melly Mel and all of them, like, they're, they're throughout time till now, like, the producer and the songwriter, because here's the thing, and the guy was talking on the video, and this is very true. Now, I forgot the name of the guy, so I'm sorry. But uh, the thing about it is that if you don't write or produce your own songs as an artist, right, uh, you probably just only want one or two because really art is supposed to reflect what the artist is feeling. When it's 10 people, are you really getting a snapshot of an artist of how they feel? It's like a hodgepodge. It's like a, a head cheese. It's it's, right? it's a bad potluck dinner <laughs> to where like you're bringing too much to where I can't even get it. You know what it is? It's something when you cook and you add too, so many ingredients, I can't really tell you what the taste is. Mm-hmm. It's bitter. It's sweet. It's It's sour. It's all these things in one. And and you just, I think that kills. Oh, Jermaine Dupri and Usher, that's another one I forgot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jermaine Dupri and Mariah Carey in the second half, <laughs> like all like, uh, th- those that that sound, man. I think that that w- we're just missing that, you know. I the cohesiveness in art. I just yeah. feel like we're missing the art, like yeah, and not doing it. Again, people are, are a lot of people making music to become famous instead of loving what they do. If you don't love what you're doing, again, what, what, what like if you don't have passion passion for what you're doing, then then what 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 are you doing? 
That's like, like it's, it's not going to work if you don't have passion for it, right? It's, it's going to feel like lackadaisical or, or like, like, like a job. Yeah, you're not going to give, like, nine to five, look, I've worked nine to five, you're not giving it what you give your passion. No. <laughs> and so, like, music, to me, you're not as hyper-focused on it as you would. We learn the love of passion. Yeah. You know, and this is what we were talking about earlier about you. I'm not sure you can just, you can become famous when you're 30 or 40. I'm not saying that you can't, because we have instances of that. Yeah. But yeah. I'm saying you can't just start to pick up a guitar yeah. at 35 and then be like, I'm going to be a big meat bit. It, it just, it don't work like that. You got to put in you. Okay, you can do that, but you won't be where you need to be till you're 50. Yeah. Like, you have to put those hours of work in, and I feel like we're just missing just the the humanity and things. Like, the human touch. There's something about the human touch. Recording mistakes. Mm-hmm. Bad little... The rawness of the it. The rawness. Oh, my vocal went a little... Leave it in there. Mm-hmm. Like there is something to be said of like, and that's why I love live performances more than the studio version. A lot of times, that you get that human element. The uh they missed that. Uh oh, but they also brought out you know she brought an inflection that I never heard before. <laughs> like just the humanity, living like the yeah. like the spontaneity. Like I feel like we don't have that in music, and it just feels like AI production. Yeah, it's overly produced. You don't want to have something that's overly produced. That, and when it comes to production, please stop just taking, especially if you're taking a remake song and just redoing it with a sped up beat, stop doing that. that I am begging producers to come up, like, be creative I'm not with, saying, with your with your samples. I'm not saying you gotta go full shook ones or, or, or no. like, so like, like, so you just completely remake the song all to get, like, shop of different pieces and songs. creative. But, yeah. Like, like, goodness, like, give effort. Like, that's the part. You know, I can go on about a lot of genres. I feel like everyone's lost the plot, whether it's gospel music, whether it's not saying that they're not great artists and all these things, yeah. but I feel like people lose the plot. And gospel music, it's, it's the worship. It's it's God, right? Yeah. Sometimes it shifts to something else. You talk about other music genres. It's about love. It's about all these things. And we just, it, where's the... The, the rebel not rebellion but like the heart of of going against the grain mm-hmm. you know speaking truth to power where are these things where's the heartbreak where are these things we're looking for you yeah and it's up there they're out there like Blake yeah. said before like like we have to go get open them. up the pool more and you as a scout if you're just like you gotta do your job that you gotta do your job you get paid to do this yeah. do it you know uh so I think it, the responsibility lies with the fans. Please don't just support people because they're good people. Now, if they're bad people, stop supporting. Yeah, if they're awful, we, we already have enough criminals that it, people support. Yeah. And not. No. And so I'm not, don't follow bad people. All I'm saying is that, like, the first thing should be when you're looking at artists, do they make good art? Yeah. And then if they're a good person, oh, that's, man, that makes me love them even more. But the art needs to be something you enjoy to listen to. So I think fans, and they need to support their good artists out here that don't get picked up because fans aren't putting in the effort. Yeah. And I also think in this day and age with streaming, everything's so disjointed. There isn't a cohesive, like long gone are the days when we were kids where there were mega stars and everybody listened mm-hmm. to them. So I think that, I think record companies, they're still looking for social media. I think the thing is, like we argued this one day, Bieber... Justin Bieber might be the last superstar. I'm not talking about, I'm not here to judge people's quality of music. I'm talking about just star power. Mm-hmm. And I think 
Like, trying to find like like, but I can't think of anyone. I can't think of maybe anyone. Kendrick. He's not super. I, mm. Great. Migos is a great artist of all Migos. time. Migos at their Migos at their peak. I love Kendrick. Migos at their peak. They they had old people like like they were like, close. Like Jim, was Jim Leland and and, and and Jim Harbaugh were out there dabbing. Like yeah, this is what. But I feel like but, Bieber's probably the last just total superstar, global superstar. And I think the thing people don't, the lesson they don't pick up from him is... It's Bruno Mars a global superstar. I don't think... I, I think Bieber's level, like Britney Spears type, yeah. modern, like, huge. Adele and his peak. Adele was before Bieber, so was Drake. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and man, I think the thing know, people don't get about with Bieber is that like Swift, the social media thing it's organic like people i remember watching seeing one of his videos on youtube and telling my brother-in-law being like bad bus going well, it's bad bunny equal superstar i don't know if he household name like bieber he, he's getting up there i don't know if you show everyone a picture there was a point when bieber with the haircut yeah, you're if right. you showed anyone that that it could be my grandpa they don't know who that was yep and like so that bad bunny is great don't I'm yeah not, but I, we're talking about popular I mean, he's up there. He's he's pretty popular. I don't. But Bieber at his peak was true. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Peak Bieber is at a whole other universe. And uh, yeah. but I think the thing people don't get is that the social media was organic. It was organic. Yeah. YouTube was organic. And what companies have gotten is that okay, oh, 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 we'll create them by using social media. You, I want to tell companies, you cannot be the ones to make stars. The people have to choose them. Mm-hmm. And that is the mistake that you're making. If you choose it and try to shove it down people's throat, they ain't hearing it. Nope. Uh, Don't force anyone to like something because they'll rebel. Being a pro, pro wrestling fan, like, plenty of times, like, will be. You cannot force someone to like a baby face. They'll boom. It has to be organic. They'll boom. <laughs> and it'll turn your product into a disaster. We're not aiming by but they'll boom. <laughs> Blake, Blake, don't. No. Yeah. So it's, 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 I mean, there's multiple people like this. So it's the yeah. person. But so that, that's kind of thing. And to artists, you know, there's certain things you gotta know, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you're a rock star and you don't, or you're, you're trying to be a rock star and you don't know about the Beatles or you haven't listened to Revolver or you haven't listened to to the clash london calling if you haven't listened to nevermind not a historian are you not a historian are you a historian of the game like yeah what are you doing man like if you're an rb artist if you haven't listened to inner visions or songs in the key of life or what's going like or at least not knows this stuff like to a certain degree like like what are we doing yeah like if 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 yeah i i just think there's certain things you gotta know not that you copy but in this thing we call life, not trying to sound like Prince, all we are are chapters in a book. That's all we are is that for the time period we're here, we're to take whatever field we're in and take it to the next level and leave it for the next generation. And so that that part is 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 you are in a long lineage of other great artists. Like we always talk about the baguette, like in the Bible, like you had James Brown and a Michael and Michael the Goat now Michael and but then you had Usher and Timberlake. You know what I'm saying? Like you look at Tina Turner, you look at uh uh uh, uh down to like a Diana Ross. The uh, who's that post Beyonce? Who's that post of Madonna, Janet, then Beyonce? Who's the post Beyonce? You you look at the the great 
singing Mavis Staples and 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mahalia Jackson to to Aretha Franklin, Shaka, Whitney, Mariah. Who's picking up the baton? Exactly. That that's kind of the scary part right now. And so I I hope that you know the music industry finds its heart again. Yeah. And and makes music. It's as don't get me wrong. It's always been a business. It's not just like oh we just we're it's always been crooks. Yeah. It's, it's, but the heart the artist itself they never shortchanged the game. And that's what I hope that people kind of. They get back to to what makes music music. So, you know, with that being said, brother, I don't want to speak too long. Thank you for having me, brother. Thank you. Man, it's it's a pleasure. And y'all, click subscribe on on his The Triple Option Report podcast. Hit subscribe because he won't say this, but I'll say this. This man knows more about any subject, politics, sports, comics, movies, music, you name it. He knows about it. He's like a walking encyclopedia this guy and he and he he knows fun quirky stuff that other people maybe don't so like if you want to pick up some stuff subscribe man and we're trying to take him to the top thank you to change the narrative same to you subscribe and download please y'all the first 15 podcasts he knows what he's doing that's that's all i'm gonna yeah because the politics and and social issues he's he's the best oh man you know what to say i thank you though i thank you man and and follow this guy on social media blake tell him man uh uh, twitter at pulliam underscore blake p-u-l-l-i-e-m everything is lowercase and 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 following threads if you're still doing that i don't know if anyone still is uh blake pulliam one all lowercase uh joel Follow him on on his socials too. Oh, it's uh oh man, uh, it's it's all lowercase. Uh, Joel underscore Pulliam. I had to think about that. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it is on everything: Twitter, Threads, Instagram. Yeah, so <laughs> thank you, Blake. I, I really I love talking to you just in general, and but we get to do a podcast together. That's awesome, brother. Oh, no, that yeah, thank you so much. And and, and again, like it's like we said, thank you to all these viewers out here. Yeah. Like, you're, you know, if you're, if you're, yeah, if you're not doing this, we don't exist. So, yeah, yes, definitely. And then we don't exist. But, you know. The biggest thank you to, to all of y'all. Yeah. So, uh, he's, next episode is Friday. Oh, man. I, I don't know what he's going to talk yeah, about. Yeah. You, you don't. Uh, so, that's it for today. Uh, see you guys again later on on Friday. Bye. See you.